Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing very well. Did my first indoor comedy set last night. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. Very exciting, very exciting stuff. Tom was on the show as well. And was also was on some, the show. someone was in the audience, too. There was a little someone in the audience. Did you know before you went on that this person was in the audience? I knew before I was even going to go up. Yes. Because so Heather Graham, the actress uh, in, who's yes. in my favorite movie, Buggy Nights, uh, Casey goes over, he goes, hey, Heather Graham's here. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, that to me right before I went on stage. And then you're like racking your brain. And you're like, what kind of jokes would Heather Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Like, I'm going to write a whole new set within seconds of going on stage to impress Heather Graham. <laughs> it was very exciting. It was a great show. A lot of fun. A lot of friends. Yes. In there. Uh, if you live in Brooklyn, check out Casey uh, James Slink. Go Will Winter and Ryan Beck show the big weird at Littlefield every Monday. Uh, very fun show. And Heather Graham did not speak to either of us after the show. And uh, I feel like I need to <laughs> point out um, the person that Heather Graham was with did g- give Casey a lot of props. And uh, was I jealous? Of course. Um, <laughs> I was losing my mind and uh, very upset that he made me go first while he took the the shining second spot so that Heather Graham might be moved to, to follow him on Instagram, um, <laughs> which I, it could have happened, but uh, we have a wonderful guest here today. I'm so excited to, uh, to bring her on. And I, I want to see if she remembers this comment I made about her name uh, the first time I met her, which uh, we've got Jade Catapretta on the show. Whose name I did say before sounded like a luxury handbag. And um, (laughs) I've been trying to run with it. I'll send you some samples. (laughs) Very excited to be here. Very excited to hear about Heather Graham. I worked with Heather Graham and I was like starstruck. Oh, shit. That's amazing. Yeah, I was on Californication for like I did seven episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm the only girl in the history of the show that ever has been rejected by David Duchovny's character. (laughs) Because I wouldn't show my tits. You know, like like they were like, it's too hard. Let's just have him reject you. It's that will be more realistic. And I was like, okay. (laughs) That's amazing. Good to be here, guys. Welcome back to comedy. All the all the chaos is back in our lives. All the self-care is out the door. They're all gone. I'm having a Bloody Mary as we speak because yeah, I am uh, panicked. <laughs> Got to take the edge off of life again, you know. Um, I got this crooked joint right here. That's hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy to be back, and it's like I'm already exhausted. I've got every night I've got shit, and I'm like, I'm so quickly. I was like, oh man, it'd be sick to just have a couple nights to do nothing again. Um, <laughs> As if we didn't just have that for so long, but um, I know, but I think we learned that we need that. Like, because no, we would not slow down unless it was like a global pandemic, literally right. like intense isolation is the only thing that made me realize like how unhealthy my lifestyle was. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm right back to it. Right back in. <laughs> yeah. And how like little time you spent with like, I like my fiance was like, I was like gone every night before. And now when I'm gone every night, I'm like, oh man, we spent all the time together before this. And now it's weird that I'm just gone all the time. It's very strange. I know. Yeah. I was like, hey, maybe you want to do something Saturday night? Just because I got a bunch of shows. I'm running around. So if you want to make plans, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. Mm-hmm. Very strange. But have you been doing you sets again in, in LA? How's oh, LA yeah. Going? LA is like, 
it's so open. It's kind of overwhelming. I escaped this last weekend. I was in San Diego doing a weekend, which was really exciting because my whole thing with like being a headliner is like, I have a lot of ego with not selling tickets. And so now it's like, we're capacity. We're sold out (laughs) after like 40 people. So I'm like, looks like I'm selling out now. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a strange, like the, I don't know, the pressure and like the adrenaline, it's kind of overwhelming for me right now. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I, I bit off a little more than I can chew and my immune yeah. system can chew. And uh, so I'm trying to find the balance, the I balance of like self-care. Yeah. I so quickly, like we did like two shows, the seller opened up and I did like two sets and I was like, I'm doing an album. And then I was like, what am I doing? What do- I have not done 45 minutes in over a year or whatever. And I'm like already like, all right, let's do it. And then my agent's been following up. I get to message her back and be like, actually, let's do that in maybe February. Uh, because wow, you're giving yourself was, some time. Yeah. I was like, let's yeah. just, I was going to do like October. And then I was like, oh, that is way too fast for me to like get I'm ready. Shit together and get do it, Tom. Just burn it. I got to burn this material. I'm doing like 10 year old material stand up yeah. sex jokes where I use the fucking stool. Like, I need to burn this shit <laughs> to the ground. I need, but like, it still works, you know? So, and I need the validation. So, like, fuck it. <laughs> it's anywhere, if it's not on anything, that's the thing that I'm struggling with now, too, where it's like, I don't have an album out. So, I've got material that's like on stuff, but not on an album. And so, I'm, I just feel like I'm hit. I'm like, leaving money on the table that could be on serious or whatever. If you're somebody who listens to the show and you listen to stand up, tell me if it would piss you off. If you heard me do stuff for my half hour on an, on an album that never was. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I want to know that stuff too, because like this weekend, like uh, there was a guy who was there for both of the shows and I found myself like weirdly catering to him and not yes. wanting to do like the exact same order, even though it's like the order that I fucking found. Yes. And I, I was just uh, like, I don't want him to hear all the same. It's like, who cares? They like it's one guy and the rest of the crowd <laughs> one guy. doesn't know any of it. And then that one guy, I, I almost want to like when somebody does that where they're like, we're staying for the late show. I want to be like, all right, I'm going to just set you down and be like, just so you know, it is going to be the same. And I apologize, but I, I can't do a whole new set i'll try to throw in a couple things but i was like but I, anytime somebody tells me up front they're gonna do that i'm like okay but just so you know it's probably gonna be very very similar um yeah and i gotta yeah. let go of like i don't even i feel bad for them being there in it anyway in the first place i'm like hey you could go to dinner or like there's other there's other stuff to do but so i'm just just starting to be like no come to my show like i've worked on this for a long time like it's worth it and you know self-love self- it's somewhere in there and it's like, I don't know about you where I'm so much more judgmental of my own shit like that, where it's like, I'll watch somebody do the same set for 10 years in a row. And I'm like, I love that set. And then for me, if it's I repeat something from five years ago, I'm like, you fucking fraud. You piece <laughs> of shit. We all think we're frauds, right? Like, that's the thing that drives us. I was just with Emma Willman and we were just like, I love Emma Willman. I just saw I her. Love her. Yes. I saw her. Yeah. Same. She just did my podcast and we were just both talking about this frantic energy that we're both trying to deal with of like getting back into the rhythm and how like we're constantly fighting these negative thoughts of like you're a piece of shit you piece of shit everyone knows you're a piece of shit um well, and we were just talking about doing old shit where she was like sorry i did some old stuff and i was like are you kidding me i did a bunch of way old shit and she's like we're just doing that right now that's fine we all are we're all in the same like i saw bill do a set the other day and he had old stuff in it and she said sebastian had old stuff in his set it's like we yeah. got if sebastian's doing it 
Mm-hmm. We can do it too. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye, of course, you're talking about the scientist. <laughs> yes, yes, the science guy. He doesn't have any new experiments up his sleeve. <laughs> Old experiments. Like, oh, we're doing the volcano thing again? <laughs> um, this reminds me, I want to get this plug in real fast. Just speaking of selling tickets and worrying about not getting there. I'm doing the DC Improv uh, May 22nd. One of my favorite clubs in the world. And I'm so honored that they're uh, letting me headline the big room. And it is certainly because of COVID. <laughs> it is certainly because it's lower capacity. But I would love to see people come out to that. So please get over there. DC Improv, May 20th through the 22nd. And uh, with that, let's get into it. We're talking rent today. Uh, Save the musical. The musical. <laughs> so I just, I'm just going to full disclosure here i never saw rent before i didn't uh take a trip to new york and see it on broadway nor did i see uh the movie film that uh dina menzel and uh, and not even the live action one that no was like no actually did i see that no because we did watch some live action um stuff like that at uh had um in school like growing up but i think rent yeah. was maybe a little too risque for my mm-hmm. uh middle school in indiana so Completely missed it, but of course I knew the hit. Like I knew the five hundred seasons of love. That's the only. One. I didn't put that one on the list, by the way, because that one is just you know what I mean. That's like the yeah. that's the one that's like watered down. We don't need that one. Sure. <laughs> Too many numbers. I appreciate that. It is of course. <laughs> I, I I so I watched the movie uh, right before the show just now. I did not finish it. It's uh, frozen on a screen of uh, the guy who's uh, spoiler alert. The guy whose uh, partner dies. Um, I mean, oh, Adam Pascal's character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so prudish. I can't even say that they're lovers. It's like his partner. Uh, uh, his, his partner roommate. died. Oh, no, no. You're talking about Angel's. Okay. Angel's partner. Angel's partner. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He's the most likable character in the whole thing to me. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't want to get too far out ahead, but uh, I fucking hated this movie. And, Whoa. <laughs> this is kind of unfair, though, because I'm fighting for a musical. A musical has a different energy than That's like fair. a Hollywood produced version of it. They took almost the entire cast, except my favorite person in the cast, Mimi Ruben Vega, who is like plays Mimi or Daphne Ruben Vega. That's her name. And, she, you know, they placed her with Rosario Dawson, who is beautiful, lovely, but just like. That and it, it needs that grunge of being in a theater, like you know, it's all, you know. So I feel like the movie is kind of un, unfair to base it on that. Yeah, that's then I I had a feeling you were gonna say that. The only reason yeah. so I was torn on which one to watch today because I only had a couple hours, and the the actual Broadway one was about a half hour longer than I had. So I get it, and I and also. The movie got like good ratings, like it said, or at least on my on Amazon, it said like four point five out of five or whatever. So I was like, I guess people like this. And then Just are it now yeah. they're like, it, it, it. sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you should point out since you you're talking about how much you hate rent, you are a landlord. The listeners should that know is that. true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a self hating landlord. I hate rent more than anybody. <laughs> Listen, I was a landlord for a while and I have to tell you this one trick. Okay. This one guy like would not leave. He was going to squat. We're like, we got to get this fucking guy out of here. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to fuck with their water pressure. <laughs> this is what I would do. I would just, I would take it down a little bit every day. You were gaslighting him, but with water, you were water pressure. <laughs> water lighting him. Yeah. <laughs> I was water lighting him. He'd be like, what's up with the water pressure? I'd be like, I have no idea. That's and then funny. one day I'd make it really too hard and then I'd mm-hmm. bring it back down. So just in case you need some technique 
<laughs> that move of squatting blows my mind. And I do want to get into that with this, where it's like, for the most part, you know, I've hated every landlord I've had except for one. I, I actually, my Chicago landlords were pretty cool, but um, the landlords that I've had in New York are all pieces of shit and uh, I hate them uh, so much. And they, like our apartment, for example, I was, t- I talked about it on the podcast when it was happening, but it was legit flooding. Like, we had to leave because there was a leak in the ceiling that was so bad. It, it was springing from all like seven different places and we couldn't contain it. And we, a bunch of our shit got destroyed or like nice rug or whatever. And our landlords were like, well, you guys have plants on the roof. So that's probably the problem. So it's your fault. And it's like, that's not how plants work. Like that's, that doesn't make any sense. And it, I think you have plant and rain confused. Yeah. Like, what's <laughs> happening? It's it's and also even if we had a plant on the roof, who gives a shit? Like that doesn't cause the ceiling. New York, yeah. fucking landlords are. The, I, mine was a Hasidic Jew in New York, and he wouldn't even let me sign the lease by myself. So I had to sign it with my ex, and that caused like so many issues. Okay. Like after we broke up, oh, and I was God. like, like he wouldn't even look me in the eye or shake my hand. And I like showed up brawless to look at the apartment, and he was like, "You need your boyfriend here to look at oh, this." Oh my God, like, wow. that style, wild, yeah. So. Uh, so I, yeah, point being, I do not like landlords for the most part, but I got to tell you, somebody made this comment. I think it was Jeremy Levenbach, but these people made me side with the landlords. It's like, why aren't you paying your fucking rent? Get a job. (laughs) No, because this is the problem. They're not paying rent because they had a deal with the landlord. They were roommates. They were friends. And they were like, Hey, one day we'll make it all together. And then this guy gets all hoity toity hooks up with this rich woman. And now is like making them pay rent. All of a sudden, like mm-hmm. his girlfriend just yeah. died from AIDS. Like, come on, have a little compassion. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I get all that. But at some point, you got to pay your fucking rent. <laughs> you <do. laughs> Their apartment you have to pay so your rent. Nice, too. It's like such a big apartment. And it's it, like a loft apartment in Harlem. <laughs> it is yeah. so nice looking. And then they're like, why should we have to pay any rent ever? And it's like, I don't know, man. I it's, That's New York, bud. And well, we have to, we have to, but we also have to back it up. Okay. This yeah. is why rent, this is why rent was very monumental to me. Okay. Um, I was like in middle school, the first time I went to New York, like truly like my dad was supposed to like, he chaperoned us. He was supposed to take us all this stuff, but instead he just took us to rent. And then to his like artist friend's house, who was like a coke head and had all this crazy art. And so I had this like it was, it made such an impression on me. You know, I'm like, I'm going to be a poor artist living in New York one day doing drugs and singing about rent. <laughs> and um, I didn't understand like half of the play. Like there's one part where they're like doing this condom. Like, you know, when you're a little kid and you do that thing where you're like in a parachute and you go under. Mm-hmm. So they were doing that. And it was like a whole thing about like, you know, wearing condoms and safety. And I just kept thinking like, well, look at that fun parachute thing they're doing. Um <laughs> So it was like way too early for me to watch it. And I also realized like a lot of about my sexuality and being gay from the play. And so like, mm-hmm. it just has that special place in my heart, sure. you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, the most annoying song of it all is the very first song. 525,600 oh, minutes. See. Everyone loves that one. I like that one. That's, you like that one? I kind of do like Seasons of Love. It's just like, I, you know what it is? It's, uh, we played it at my grandpa's funeral and it has like a very like what? special, like my mom had me make a playlist for my grandpa's funeral, which is. He had HIV, right? What's that? Yeah. He had HIV, <laughs> your grandpa. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a stripper in New York and um, <laughs> he died from HIV. I'm so sorry. No, no. Yeah. 
<laughs> but she had me make a mixtape uh, for this funeral, and uh, we play. She wanted me to play this song twice on it. This Wait, but why? What's the significance? It's just like a song about dying, so it's like uh, it, it's somewhat uplifting. We also put five for fighting's hundred years on the air. It was all. <laughs> It was, you know, a little on the nose. That's cool, though. It's celebratory. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only like that in that song. I, I like the when it's like, Caesar, the woman that, that like the black lady who does like the little runs at the end. I'm like, yes. that's when I'm like, but, you know, I had to do the like, like the, <laughs> the choreographed, like, you know, you guys can't see, but I'm doing a lot of really crazy yeah. choreography right now. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> but I just really like very I, I love musical theater that's what i went to college for um Ooh. my hour is a musical that i'm working on and oh amazing spoken word does it for me like with background music rhythmically speaking to music not necessarily singing like mm-hmm. sing talking sure really it really like i was gonna say rubs my boat but um, <laughs> you know what i mean you know what i mean <laughs> So do you like um, cake? That's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> if somebody's talking over music and it's like sing talk. Yeah, I do. I do like it. I do like, I like anything that I, but I like a little more emotion in it. It can't be just like thrown away. Like I am here doing yeah. this, da, 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 you know, That'd but I, good. yeah. So yeah, like the very first song where they're just like talking and things happen. Like I'll sing the entire thing, every part, you know? Yeah. So and, when you said the first song, I thought you were talking about the song Rent, which uh, I almost turned the movie off. I was so Wait, how do you document that one? Wait, let me Ale- see how it sounds. This isn't on your playlist, I don't think. But let me just yeah. the one. I think I just don't like the main guy's voice either. Adam Pascal, he's so hot. <laughs> Roger. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. I love this song. Yes, this is it. How? This year's red. Next year's red. Red, 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 red. <laughs> they really get that title in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the name of this? I forgot. We're <laughs> not gonna be red. Because everything is red. And it's true. Everything is a train. Everything. The whole message behind it is that like people aren't there for each other when money becomes involved and like what you're paying for is like, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of messages within the song. (laughs) Uh, Tommy, what's your history with this, uh, with rent? Did you, I definitely, back when I was, I was more into musical theater when I was like in high school, I was doing plays and stuff. uh, And I definitely really liked the rent soundtrack. I think this is one I would listen to a lot. And I remember liking the movie, but then, yeah, listening to today is there's some songs I still really love, but a lot of songs where I was like, oh man, I don't want to listen to this at all. Uh, so it's kind of a mixture, I would say. People either love it or hate it. You know, it's kind of like we we're talking about cilantro. You know, it's like uh, that's what Emma said. It's like, yeah, it's like you either like it either really does it for you or it makes you like fucking want to kill. You know I mean, it's like, why did he murder all those people? Well, Rent came on the radio. And, um, <laughs> I do think it's uh, fascinating that the guy who wrote it died before the before it opened. He died. Cool. He had seen the preview. He was alive for the preview week, but he never got to see its full success. He died. It was Crazy. 1998, and he, I believe he died from AIDS. Well, what I read, I already just had like an aneurysm. Just like okay, just kidding. Okay, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. But did yeah. he also have? 
Uh, maybe, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. It's so scary thinking about that time because I mean, we just went through a much scarier like pandemic and everything, but like, imagine being like a gay man in the nineties when oh, everyone's God, like, yeah. you have AIDS, like, right. you know? Yeah. And you got to pay your rent. It's like, whoa. Like, <laughs> Uh, okay, I get how rent isn't for you, but my favorite part of that, like, and they go, the phone rings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ring, ring, zoom in on the answering machine. <laughs> I like these weird little, like, the actions are sang too. Like, they're, they're, it's like almost exposition. You know, that character in the movie that's like, wow, you got here at 7 p.m. We're in a movie theater? Like, that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that one song where they're they're talking about whether how he wants Maureen to cancel the protest, but they're just singing the whole conversation back and forth. I enjoy that one. Uh, I like that part where he's like, uh, uh, how uh, how is Maureen? She is a drama queen. She's performing tonight. I know. Still a production manager. Last year I was dumped. You still dating her? Last year I was dumped. She's in love. She's got a new man. No. What's her name? Joanne. (laughs) My amigos is due or I will have to evict you. Be there in a few. And then it they click. Damn. You still got I know that they, down pat. Wow. I wow. know it almost word for word the entire thing. That's wild. That's yeah, amazing. it was like it it was one of those things that I just like I was homeschooled uh the last couple of years of high school. <laughs> and I had this one other friend named Millicent who was clearly homeschooled, you can tell by her name. And um <laughs> she played the harp and we would just like secretly get a little tipsy and like play it over and over and over again and quiz each other. And uh, when I lived alone for the first time, I would kind of sing it through when I was like really scared at night. It was like kind of this little blanket, you know, yeah. like I I would start it from the beginning, like December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and see if I could get how far I could get into it. Oh, I love I'm that. A- yeah. I need to I, get a life. I also want to say I'm not coming into this as a hater. I'm I'm trying to give it a chance, and it's not. It was the the first song really bothered me, and I didn't realize it is on your playlist here. But there were some songs that I did enjoy. I just immediately I was like, I hate this guy's voice. Uh, the long hair is it because is it too like? Ugh. Yeah, I think it yeah. is, and it's just like weird to me. I don't know. I was just like, I was not expecting him to sound like that, and then well, he's um, depressed. <laughs> but uh you know there were moments i liked i liked when they got together like the moment where he and light my candle yeah well uh is that the one where they finally they actually are together or is it's the one light my candles like, one where they're like flirting and meeting yeah, that's the flirting. Flirting. yeah i like the one where they're like it's in the middle of uh boheme or whatever bohem lovey bohem yeah, it's in the middle of that where they're like, I need to tell something I should tell you. I should tell you. I should tell you. I like you. that yeah. one. Yeah, I was into that. Um, but let's hear some of the songs you picked. I already played some of it, but I'll, I'll play a little bit more. I didn't realize it was on your playlist here, but the song <laughs> went. Um, I hate this one song. Have you heard of it? <laughs> Let me play a little bit of Rent here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. (laughs) <laughs> How do you talk in 
meant real life when real life's getting more like fiction each day. Headlines, breadlines, blow my mind, and now this deadline's eviction or pain. How do you write a song when the chords sound wrong? Well, they won't sound I can see. I can see how someone would hate that. <laughs> I think it's like I, I had it's, to pay rent today, and I was like, if I have to do it, <laughs> okay. So the guy who played Roger, his name is Adam Pascal. He's like a mm-hmm. huge Broadway actor. He was in Aida afterwards, and like just he's like just a working Broadway actor, and he was like my biggest crush. Like I, I stayed in line for like an hour and a half once to see him like do a Shakespeare in the park or something. And he just, he was like kind of meeting the fans and I was like, ah, so excited. And then he comes up, he's like, Hey, nice to meet you. And I was like, <laughs> and then like, for years I've been like, I guess he's gay, but he's not, he's like married with a wife. He just wow. had a little bit of a gay voice, but I thought he'd be like, Hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> you know, from how he sings. But he's like, hey, that's the guy with the like longer hair. That's like the yeah, Roger. That's Adam Pascal. And he's like very attractive and like very talented Mm. actor too. What is the name of the other guy? The blonde guy. Mark, right? Or Anthony Rapp? Oh, his name's Mark. Anthony Rapp. Okay, yeah, I I, I, great actor. Voice a little more. He's also in a lot more like mainstream Mm -hmm. TV stuff. He isn't dazed and confused too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I knew I recognized his ass. Uh, all right. Shall we hear uh, one song, Glory? Uh, oh, also, by the way, let me just preface this. If you guys haven't seen the play, it's so Mar- like Roger is like a he's a frustrated artist, songwriter. And Mark is a documentary filmmaker. Yes. And and Roger is like not written a song in forever. Right. Because also he his girlfriend just killed himself. And oh, we find out that they both have AIDS. I see. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. See, I missed some things. I was so that, okay. So this song is when he describes it. I see. Okay. So let's yeah. hear one song, Glory. This is where you describe it. One song, Glory. One song, before I go, glory, one song to leave behind, find one song, one last refrain, glory, from the pretty boy front man, who wasted opportunity, one song, he had the world at his feet, glory, in the eyes of a young girl, a young girl, find glory beyond the cheap colored lights, one song before the sun sets, glory on another empty life, time flies, time 
that song rules. I really yeah, like that. I mean, and I like I don't mind his voice as much in that one as as the others. I don't mind his growling in that one as well. Because I do like the song, so it's like maybe that's it. It's him talking that I like. I just find his voice to be a little irritating in the. Maybe it's also looking at him too while I'm listening to it. Because I know, and I I remember watching the movie and being like, "Oh." Like not as into it as I was like something happens like when you watch a play, you know, you see them from far away and you sort of project your own ideals onto the person like you can't really fully see what they look like. But you're like, that kind of looks like that guy and that that's who they become. And then you look at the little like playbook, you know, and you're like, this is this is what they fucking look like. Like, (laughs) You just project so much. And that's what I love about theater. It's this experience that sort of becomes your own, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Kind of ironic that he's trying to write a song the whole time. And it's like, let's do that song. That's good. <laughs> and yeah, I, that yeah, that just that's your song. There it is. You did it, buddy. It's over. You can pay rent. Voice memo, yeah. <laughs> gotta use the phone voice memo app. Yeah. You just gotta start recording yourself. I'm song. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> killing it. <laughs> uh, it turns out he's just like trying to find the perfect rap. <laughs> yeah. uh, it turns out that his girlfriend actually didn't have HIV. She just hated his voice that's why she <laughs> killed uh so the next one is the the sexy like they're flirting and he's not having it she keeps like being very aggressively obvious that she uh wants to fuck and he's uh i feel like you should play the karaoke version of this and you and i should do the duet. <laughs> that would be like why did we plan first. this ahead, oh of time. We ahead of time we really blew it um it's just uh, the I love how he's just like, all right, well, see ya. Like the whole time, he's kind of just not into it. And now I realize it's because his girlfriend is dead, but just uh, killed herself. But also, my favorite part is at the very end, you won't get to it, but he goes, She goes, Do you want to dance? Mm-hmm. Oh, she has, she says he has big hands. And she's like, He's like, Do you want to dance? And she's like, With me. And she's like, With my father. Yeah, yeah. I love that joke. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Roger. I love the very end. Uh, and then I'm Roger. He just yeah. throws it out there because it rhymes with father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I was wondering, I was like, Why did they, they do that line? No, with my father. Yeah. It's a, she gets his ass. That's yeah, um, a roast. <laughs> okay. So here is, uh, here's Light My Candle. Good 
again No, I think that I dropped my stash I know I've seen you out and about When I used to go out Your candle's out A minute and I had it when I walked in the door It was pure Is it on the floor? Floor? They say that I have the best ass Below 14th Street Is it true? What? Is it true? I mean, you do have a nice, I mean. I mean, I mean just, I'm just so nervous. Yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> I just love, like, that song just, it's just so classic. Just yes. the back and forth, like, ah, just like, she's a stripper, but it's so cute. She's like, look at my ass. And then she's like, <laughs> dropped her heroin, I think. <laughs> I love, um, yeah, the joke where he's talking about how she's at the club or whatever, and he goes, they used to tie you up. And she gives a, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> I love that. He's like, I didn't recognize you without the handcuffs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot too. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, so cute. I also love the compliment of best ass below 14th Street. That's what yeah. I was below just, 14th what, Street. What is happening on 15th Street? Like 15, there's some dump trucks. But I mean, <laughs> below. the closer that you get into the, into the upper that west side, exactly, the bigger the asses. That was exactly why I stopped it there. That's so funny. Yeah, below 14th Street. Imagine below 14th Street. <laughs> now, I've seen some asses in the Central Park, but down here, you're good. <laughs> this weird thing like every time it comes on it's so nostalgic for me it makes me feel like i can't explain it so it's it's, also, it's like an old friend like i know the words so well it's like i can literally just meditate through it because it's like i go into this space of like it just coming out you know when you have a set and you're like what am i gonna and then the, everything just comes out and you sort yes. of black out yeah it's kind of that thing for me where like i can really black out listening to it because it's like yeah. i know every word it's very soothing mm-hmm. what was is this your favorite musical it's up there I have a really soft spot for ooh, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. I never I saw that one. It. It's yeah. kind of a newer one. And yeah. um, like when I was going through my breakup, my friend recommended it. And it was like that thing that was always on, like mm-hmm. on repeat. And the storyline is so bizarre. It's basically about this kid who's like his dad left when he was really young and he was like kind of a dork. And he's like really and depressed. <laughs> is uh, this what? Uh, yeah so it's about this guy named tom right like (laughs) his apartment just flooded it sucks um but they he basically like gets bullied by this kid and he has this letter that he wrote to himself that his mom was like you have to write a letter to yourself honey you know and the kid like takes the letter and is like bullying him and then the kid kills himself and everyone's like why did he have this letter of yours and he's like uh and he lies and he was like we were actually friends and so and then he lies about ha- them having been friends and then he starts dating his sister and like becomes really close to the family. And like, finally he's accepted because he's like mourning this kid. And, and then he has to like, basically be like, I, I lied about the whole thing. Oh and my God. Ben, Ben Platt is like one of the most incredible people I've ever seen. He's hysterically crying, spitting, singing, like hitting notes I've never heard. And, it was the best thing I've ever seen live. It was just, wow. I was blown away. Hysterical laughing at the same time too. Just like manic. Uh-huh. It was crazy. So That sounds great. I Tom, what's your you favorite musical? So I, um, I have a history with musicals where it's like, I 
hated them pretty early on, but then I loved Greece and I even more mm. loved Greece too. Greece I, really? <laughs> I love Greece too. I don't know production. <laughs> That's a song though. Maybe it's just because it's Michelle Pfeiffer in Greece too, right? And I think maybe I liked her a little bit more and I liked the motorcycle thing. Like I, I just thought it was really cool. And uh yeah, I don't know exactly what it was. Maybe I just liked their chemistry more than John Travolta. And- I like the second one too. It's like, there's more to it. It's like more theatrical. There's all this stuff that happened. Like there's more storyline. It's not as like basic. Yeah, and I kind of like that he, this. It's I like the storyline. I like that it's this guy coming in yeah. and he thinks he sucks and he's like not like in and he's getting, uh, and then he wins over the girl. It's like, I just, I just think it's fun, but it's been so long since I've seen him. But in college, I had I was like forced. I was I took uh, some theater classes and I had to they like made you go see things for the classes and they made us see Oklahoma. And I was like, I want to never hear someone sing. (laughs) That's a rough one. That's kind of like very rapey, too. I was just talking about this with someone the other day. Like I watch it recently and I'm like, so it's basically about how this guy like kind of stalks and like kind of rapes. I don't know. It's like kind of a weird I've. It's like, how is this allowed to still be a classical musical? <laughs> we need to meet to Oklahoma, you guys. <laughs> it's time. Yes, get it out of here. But and th- those are your musicals. That, like, have you seen any on Broadway of late? Like some I'm not that seen have been any up? on Broadway ever. So yeah. like, I would like to see. Tom, you have to. Yeah. Are you in LA or are you in New York? You're in New York, in New York right? York right now. Yeah, yeah. You have to. I mean, as soon as Broadway opens right, again, right. the experience. It's like you have to go see. My other like favorite, 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 favorite musical is Sarah Bareilles wrote it. Oh, waitress, the waitress. Yeah, no, I love Sarah Bareilles, so I yeah. did want to see that. This is the thing. I think if I saw more modern ones, because now I saw Oh Hello and I loved that. That was amazing. Just, yeah, uh, I want to see that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen like the Book of Mormon or like. <gasps> I do think. Wait, I think I would enjoy Waitress quite a bit. And our waitress is so good. Yeah, I love Sarah Bareilles. So it's like I I saw Sarah Bareilles live. I've said this on the show. I went to when I was like too old to do this. I went with my mom to see Maroon Five, and Sarah Bareilles was one of the openers. And it, that was the first time I ever saw her. It was before she had uh, the like a radio hit, and yeah. I loved her. I was like all in on her. She's so pure. You guys should have, have you have Casey Balsham on the show yet? Mm-mm. She's a comedian. She's incredible. New York girl. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's got an incredible, like, broad voice. Oh, really? And we have a love for the waitress. So we went to see the waitress when Sarah Bareilles was, like, playing the part. Yeah. And then, um, oh, my gosh, who's the guy who did it? Uh, not Eric Hutchinson, but the guy who's, like, singer-songwriter, kind of funny. Everybody's obsessed with him. <gasps> oh, my God. It's, like, a name <laughs> that everybody knows. It's going to bother me. Hey, Google, who played the guy in The Waitress on Broadway? Let's see if Google knows. No, Google's not even talking to me. How embarrassing. Um, well, I can't think of who the guy was. But anyway, once again, the best part of the show is they sell these little mini pies in the theater. So it's like a very visceral experience. Like you feel yeah. like you're kind of smelling the pies. Oh, I love that. Oh, is it? Wait, no, it's Jack not. Johnson. No, like oh, a Jack Johnson billion. type. Billion, is it? No. No, because he's up. like. Oh, wait. Waitress, broad. not Eric Hutchinson, who's the guy who's just like Eric Hutchinson, but they have like not Jack Johnson. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs> we gotta find it. Early. It's really gonna bother me because let's see the waitress. Mm. He's on the original one that she she did it with Sarah Bareilles. Let's see. Yeah, 
That's another musical that you can do the whole thing. Like every song is good. It's re- oh, Jason Mraz. Ah, oh, Jason Mraz. Mr. A to so Z. Yeah. So Jason Mraz was on it. And then me and Casey like left outside. You know how some of the actors are like outside the Broadway show and we just go, we're like, uh, we saw him. We're like, Jason. And he like looked at us thinking we knew him. And he's like, <laughs> and we were just like, oh, you're great. Yeah, you're awesome. And he was like, cool. Thanks. Um, that, that music is so good. Because yeah. she wrote it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure I would like that. I should give that a shot um, for sure. I do want to go see things more now that uh, once things come back, I, I'm telling myself that I'm going to make a point of going to shit that I, because like before the pandemic, it's like you get so obsessed with your work shit and it's all at night. So you don't, I feel like you miss so much stuff. Like I would barely ever go to concerts or like, yeah, like relationships and life <laughs> right, and right. self-care. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yes. All right, what's the next song? What did I have on my list? Next song here, which is a song called uh, Today For You. Today for you, tomorrow for me. Today for you, tomorrow for me. And you should hear her beat. You burn this on the street. It was my lucky day today on Avenue A. When a lady in a limousine drove my way, she said, Darling, be a dear. Haven't slept in a year. I need your help to make my neighbor's yappy dog disappear. This Akita, Epita, just won't shut up. I believe if you play nonstop, that pup will breathe its very last high strung breath. I'm certain that Kerr will bark itself to death. The day for you, tomorrow for me. The day for you, tomorrow for me. We agreed on a fee, a thousand dollar guarantee tax free. And a bonus if I trim her treat. Now who could foretell that it would go so well? But sure as I am here, that dog is now in doggy house. After an hour, Evita in all her glory. On the window ledge of that 23rd story, like Tama and Louise did when they got the blues. Swan dove into the courtyard of the Gracie Muse. So, did she, I, she killed a dog. Killed a dog. I was shocked watching this. I, uh, I did a, a podcast with the original guy who played angel and i was like so hot so i was like so did you kill the dog and he was like well you know it's up open for interpretation (laughs) i I don't think it is (laughs) i'm like i'm pretty sure she dove off the balcony and died and i have a chihuahua so i'm like what (laughs) i was like shocked listening that i was like is this going where i think it's going and then it's like yeah i killed a dog with my music or something and yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, cause she like, so we didn't play, but like, she's like a big, like street, like drummer. Yeah. And the guy who does, I mean, the original guy is incredible. He like, it's a man doing this in like four inch heels, mm-hmm. like drumming and dancing and just this beautiful. Yeah. It was one of my favorite scenes is, uh, him jumping around and uh, like playing drums on the different parts of the apartment. And I was like, that is, that part was like fun. I, I enjoyed watching that. Uh, and I, you know, rest in peace to that dog. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, so you killed it. I mean, they're out on the streets. You know, it's rough. That dog wasn't paying rent. 
So it had to go. <laughs> I mean, neither are they, but no. that is yeah. the most 90s beat, too. It's yeah, a, dun, it dun, really dun, brings dun, you back. Dun. It's like very Mortal Kombat. Mortal dun. Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 totally yeah. So, but like, I asked him, I'm like, what was the hardest part? He's just like, honestly, like the acrobat, acrobatics, acrobatics, and like high heels was just, he was like, I would just oh always fuck myself up. I'm yeah. like, I can imagine, you know? Uh, it seems so hard to do that. Very impressive. But Angel is the heart of the whole show. Like, mm-hmm. she's kind of what brings everybody together. Yes. Angel's great. Uh, big mm-hmm. fan of Angel's oh work in, this, uh, in, this, uh, in the movie. Um, all right. The next song we have here. Oh, do you need to charge your stuff? I'll just play I'm going to charge real quick. Yeah, play it. Uh, so the next song is Tango uh, Maureen. So let's hear some of Tango colon Maureen. The samples won't delay, but the cable. There's another way. Say something. Anything. Test one, two, three. Anything but that. This is weird. It's weird. Very weird. I'm so mad that I don't know what to do Fighting with microphones Freezing down to my bones And to top it all off I'm with you Feel like going insane Got a fire in your brain And you're thinking of drinking gasoline As a matter of fact Honey, I know this act It's called the Tango Maureen The Tango Maureen it's a dark, dizzy merry-go-round As she keeps you dangling oh, Your heart, she's mangling And you toss and you turn Cause her cold eyes can burn Yet you yearn and you churn and rebound I think I know what you mean The tango I love it. So it's, he was dating this girl who's now dating her yes. and they're like trying to get her this performance ready for Maureen. Cause Maureen's like this performance artist. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the problem of the whole play. I'm not going to lie. Like she's the one that's the wild card. That's making everybody kind of be loose yeah. when it's like, get it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love that. Cause at the very end they're dancing and he's like, this is, it's hard to do this backwards. And she's like, you should try it in heels. <laughs> it's just the whole thing is just so cheesy. That one is like the cheesiest of yeah. all of them. Um, and that is before we realized that Maureen is uh, Adele Dazeem, of course. Um, oh, Adele Dazeem. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She was, I think I saw her. I, th- I saw the original cast, so I think I might have seen her. I yeah, was just so made, obsessed with Mimi. That it was her, and she's so good. She's so good. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh. I was like, why do I recognize this person? It's because the movie is. Uh. You know, 
16 years old or something. Um, Is it really? Wow. That makes me feel fucking ancient. Perfect age for a woman. Oh, come on. (laughs) I did not say that. (laughs) Mommy, dude. Not true. 17 at least. (laughs) I try to tell him. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's from 20 or from 2005, but I I could be wrong on that, but I'm. Yeah, I remember when the movie came out, I was so upset because I was like, now people that already hate on rent are going to hate on rent even more, you know, because oh the storyline, you know, I remember there was like a South Park thing about it where they were just like, hey, they, 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 well, kind of like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just I just looked it up. It came out November 23rd, 2005, which is my birthday. Uh, so that's probably why I didn't Ooh. like it. I was like, oh, because you're a Scorpio, God. you little sassy bitch. Sagittarius. Thank you very Oops. much, Jade. Get <laughs> <laughs> handbag today. Uh, all right. Let's hear. Let's hear out tonight. Okay. This is the song. This is the song I used to audition when I did musical theater. Wow. This is the, this is the thing. All right. Let's hear it. Skip to where he's part of it. Oh wait! Oh no, he doesn't come on this one. I mean, he's just in the yeah. She's just he's just like yeah yeah yes. I mean, come on, guys! That song is just it's great. It's a banger. Exciting, you know. It's fun. That one is great chorus. I love that. And she's like on a railing, like with like pretty woman like slut boots on, and it's just like very like oh. Yeah. And and by the way, she is like 17 or 18 or she's like really young. Her character is supposed to be like a teenager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the age where you strip. Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it's uh, wait, what the hell is the name of the actress? Why can't I pull this? Um, Oh, this is Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. And she's she's uh, she's yeah, she kills it in that scene. Very good. we got one more song here because we right. did give us a seventh. And uh, I want to point right. out because out tonight I mixed up with the uh, 
Bohem, uh, the one where they're at that rap. Bohemian Rhapsody is another one that I wanted to put on, but then I was like, it's too many songs. But that one is yeah. so good because it's so interesting. This it's it's a rap about like everything that's going on, and it's so interesting to see like the '90s references, <laughs> which are like exactly the same as now minus social media. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It makes me want to live back then. Like it makes me miss like telling a friend to meet me at a movie theater and like they didn't yeah. show up they were dead, you know, yep. <laughs> and I miss that old feeling. Like, so I like that for that, but yeah, take me or leave me is like Maureen's song. I just love this. Cause like these two lesbians fighting. Yes. And it's like the end they're like, is it at their, so they're engaged. Is this their engagement party or is this the wedding? No. So this performance is like her performance. She has this like performance art performance where she's like talk, talking about like, homeless people and mm-hmm. whatever it's absurd you know it's like weird and yeah she, you know she's helping her with everything and yet she's like flirting with other people and right. probably sleeping with other people and yep and the and it's essentially uh if you can't help me my best uh sort of mentality take me or leave me think you can sing and then like halfway through you're like out of breath and like sweating you're like how does she do this yeah she's so talented and like and then her like girlfriend comes or her fiance comes in and is like i like lists you know and so <laughs> i relate to both of them i think we should take out we aren't going to do the rating yet but i think let's take off rent because i think that was uh i think the other six will get a higher rating because <laughs> there was a lot of bangers in there fair enough think, fair yeah enough. yeah because I was just going to do it out of seven, but I think you're right. Because that was going to be an. It was going to be a zero from both of us. I also hate that one. So, but I like. Uh, yeah, I like okay. okay. Yeah. But I like it because it's bad. Let's just agree. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um. So we got to get to uh our next segment before we rate the playlist. Here is that we go to the peanut gallery. We get uh the finger on the pulse of the listeners here what they have to what they have to say about the about the musical rent and uh we got we got quite a few comments here we only uh, we go to patreon first so the people on patreon get guaranteed 
uh to have their comment read and i only uh posted a couple hours before so we only got a couple on that but uh james bunt rock says uh my wife is the musical lover so i asked her if she had any comments and she said the movie is crap ah, <laughs> um uh let's see here um he said if you uh this has nothing to do with uh the with rent so i'm gonna skip that one i do also want to point out really fast just another irritation with the characters because i'm we're, oh did, we, did you post on uh twitter by the way tommy yeah i have two okay. from twitter I'll, I'll say this real fast because it relates to uh jeremy's comment about the characters being hateable where i really hated where they go into the restaurant or that bar and the guy's like you can't come here anymore you never buy anything and then the guy's like, what are you talking about? I bought a tea last time I was here. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't pay for it. And then it's like, yeah, these guys are fucking assholes. And then they're like <laughs> dancing on the tables and shit. You're like, get out of here. Like, like, Please don't push the tables together. They're like, let's push the tables together. It's like, if you were at a bar and they walked in like this, you'd be like, God damn it. Like, this is going to suck. They're going to be. So I know. Mad. I like to imagine just because I'm so in love with the characters that that guy's an asshole and that like he deserves it. And like he was an asshole in the past. <laughs> And so that they're like, it almost feels like they're like aggressive towards him in a way that they have some history. Right. You know what I mean? Like if they go into your restaurant and never order anything and they're just sitting there for hours, you're like, yeah, I, we gotta keep, we gotta get, you're like, can you stop rapping with your feet on the table and (laughs) kissing each other? (laughs) I love that part where they're like, are you guys sisters? They're like, yeah, we're sisters. And they kiss. Yep. Yep, this would have been a good sketch uh, twenty years ago, where it's the <laughs> you're that guy, and you're just like God, or you're another customer in that. Bar. Guys, come on! It's just uh, a bunch of like homeless people singing in my rap. Please leave. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so uh, we got some comments on the Twitter, right, Tommy? You want to take that away? Yes. Uh, so we have Lizzie Bridgers said this movie was such a big deal for all us choir kids in high school. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Corey Jose said, it's the only way I can remember how many minutes are in a year. (laughs) (laughs) It's true for most people. I think I've never, if you ask me like how many minutes are a year, I would never think of it. Mm. (laughs) Like after, even after hearing the song 525,000 times, I would be like, what's the number? Is it 525,600? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See what I got it wrong. (laughs) because <laughs> i always measure the year in daylights and sunsets and midnights and cups of coffee so it's like i don't even know the minutes mm-hmm. but isn't that beautiful i well i'm a tea drinker but besides that yeah <laughs> tracy carnazzo uh wrote on the facebook here it says uh it just says joey fatone fire did he play was he part of rent he might have done maybe the live version in Weird. some capacity i don't remember but cool. Good for Joey. Um, Lance Bass is supposedly on this circle this season. So all these boy band guys are doing well. I um, love Lance. He's just <laughs> up for, you know what it is? Like everyone makes fun of him. Like, oh, he's not doing well. He's fucking crushing. He just yeah. loves doing random stuff. Like yeah. he really gets off on the YOLO part of it, you know, just sure. like whatever. Good like for him, you he's know, so nice. I'm a, I'm a fan. I became I, a fan of him after like just yeah. from knowing him in comedy. Uh huh. He seems like a good guy. I don't know. On the circle, the person who's representing him works for him, and she spoiler makes him sorry. It's spoiled immediately when he's on the show. And also, 
the circle sucks. It's oh, not- stop it. Tom. I like it because Michelle Buteau is a good friend. She's so. great. She's, She's great, great host. Yeah. I just yeah. mean, it's like, you know what? As far as a reality show, it's it's fine. Like, it's not. I think it, I mean, I it's left- doing really well. It's been like number two in the U.S. Yeah. for the last like two, I like two or three it. weeks. It's killing it. And, yeah. uh, but it's just like one of those time sucks. And so I've watched so many hours of it. You're like, am I fucking dumber? Yeah. I, yeah, I like, uh, because care. of the soup. Like I watched so much, like I watched Alaskan Bush people like seven seasons worth. Like, I feel like I know them. I wrote them letters just be like, <laughs> thanks for being a good sport. Cause there was no, no other show during the pandemic really playing. So we just yeah. made fun of like them being toothless, like the entire time. And I was like, all right, thanks for being a good sport. That's <laughs> so funny. What, this, uh, yeah. what, what reality are you, are you into? Cause I like the, I do really like some reality. Like I got, I got very into love Island, which is the same thing where it just, I love love Island. Such a time yeah. Suck. But yeah, the British the one? ones. Yes. The British ones. I, um, are you the one? Are you the one, so one of my favorite reality shows of all time? Because it's like, that's so dumb, but it's also, I like the math element of it too, where it's like, you got to figure out how many couples or whatever are making sense. And you can try to figure it out before they do. And it makes it, I like the open one that they did where it was like, that was anything goes. And then everybody liked the one androgynous, like woman, male guy who was like a fuck boy. Yeah. It was the fuck boy, which just goes to show like, we all just want to be gay. Um, (laughs) but I, yeah, I actually my guy was on a reality show and I met him because I made fun of his reality show on my show. Really? Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. He's on Alaskan Bush people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any teeth, but he has a heart of gold. <laughs> That's so um, all right. We got some more comments here. John Rosenberger says, uh, saw it on Broadway with a girl I was dating and her parents. She and her mom had seen it four times previously and cosplayed it. And uh, it's always been funny to me to think about these women who had enough money to see the same wildly popular musical on Broadway five times in the first year it ran dressed up like hipster street urchins. That's so funny that they, that's, that's their version of cosplaying. It's like, yeah, they're like, like a homeless person. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Uh, they're like dipping their. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. They're just no, like, at the moment's past. <laughs> uh, Mary Houlihan says a couple years ago, I was watching docs about uh, lower East side squatters on YouTube. And I got to thinking, you know, I never really got around to seeing rent. And then I watched the movie and listened to the soundtrack and winky face. I liked it. Shh. Don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mary so much. <laughs> Honestly, there's a pretty strong 90s nostalgia appeal in the same way as Friends. And then she wrote Friends out the way that it is in the show with the. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Little dots. Yeah. Mary Hulan. So funny. Um, Aaron uh, Weininger says, uh, I've gone from loving to hating back to loving this musical. The role of Roger ruined so many actors' vocal cords. It was quintessential high school theater geek tunes. I still remember every word to La Vie Bohème and every other song in the show. See, Roger did, because people are like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I could just tell it hurts or something. It's just <laughs> You should watch, you should listen to Aida. He's so good in Aida. Yeah. All right. Heather Henley, Heather Henley, who's like the lead of Aida is one of the best singers in the world. Like she's, she should be like Celine Dion. Like I am the best singer in the world. Um, but she's very <laughs> humble. So, um, Natalie Cuomo says Adina Mendel, uh, Adina Menzel. Uh, she said Mendel, not me. Uh, uh-huh. Was Maureen and also uh, Elfaba in that can't be right. Right. In Wicked. Is it Elfaba? I don't think so. That's uh, a, oh, is it Alphaba? That's not Alphaba, right? Alphaba. Alphaba is how they pronounce oh, it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, she, we're idiots. You know, Natalie, you scared me with Adina Mandel and I lost trust. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wicked on Broadway and she's amazing. Uh, heart eyes. Also, Whitney Cummings' last IG post is her singing rant in her pajamas, LOL. Oh, wow. It? We don't need it. <laughs> uh david raider says i was a tech theater kid in high school i did all the lighting and i liked it but man i could never get anything done because there were always a bunch of actor kids just belting those fucking rent songs anytime they had some downtime uh anytime i was on the headset with our lighting director trying to balance a color wash four kids right next to me harmonizing 525,600 minutes wow a five-part harmony <laughs> And they were all trying to sound the loudest. Anytime I hear a rant song now, I feel like a very specific mix of irritation and tinnitus, or as some people say, tinnitus. Um, hmm. Lindsay Ray says 525,600 uh, will never sound like an actual number again. Fair. You're going to, you're just going to hear, um, you're just going to hear that. Uh, let's see. Are there any others? Aaron Lampart says the movie is garbage. I saw the original cast on Broadway and I'm sorry, but it did indeed rip. I love it. Uh, I love Aaron. Um, Lita class says I read the Broadway actors didn't want them to make a movie all the movie all Hollywood, but I saw the rent movie and while it was entertaining, not memorable for me, the magic of the theater didn't quite translate without the big movie stars in it. Sorry, but it worked for the musical Chicago in my honest opinion. Dang. Yeah. Good call. Um, let's do, uh, oh, this was Muhammad Patel coming in hot says it wants to be this woke anti-capitalist work, but in reality, it just reads as a bunch of rich white kids complaining, but they're not all white though. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Angel's not white, but the two lead are yeah. white dudes. And I think like, that is part of what was bothering me is those yeah. two guys. I was just like, Oh, shut the fuck up, man. They're like, how <laughs> can we write stand up comedy? when All my dad sends me is lunch money. <laughs> exactly. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> that's totally it should we to rewrite this we should rewrite rent as as like a stand-up a, yeah. stand-up musical thing <laughs> we're not gonna get it past because everyone because Wendy's already done it <laughs> uh, one more person right. says we look alike i swear to fucking god <laughs> go off go off queen um <laughs> All right, last comment here, and then we'll get the ratings. Nolan Miller says, The inner gay boy in me threw up when I heard Seasons of Love be performed at a church with well-known anti-gay rhetoric. Yeah. Oh, were- God, Jesus. That's like, do you know that everyone, the person who wrote it was gay? That's yeah, weird. They, they, uh, that is not for you, church. Sorry. Um, All right, that does it for the comments, which means we have one last segment here where we rate the playlist that you gave us. But before we do that, you get the final uh, you you get to give your final thoughts on the musical rent jade the floor is yours i think somebody said it correctly it was the best comment i thought it was just something about 90s nostalgia when i didn't really understand anything yet and you know what it's just like it's just a silly it's like t- don't take yourself so seriously and that's what it reminds me mm-hmm. to do the music and um yeah the end short and sweet i love it uh tommy you want to take the floor sure so i think uh of the six we're counting i would say i think there are four absolute bangers on this list (laughs) that that i really love with one song glory light my candle out tonight 
And um, what was the last one I really liked? Take Me or Leave Me. Take Me or Leave Me. Yes, those songs absolutely rule. I'm all in on those. And then uh, the Tango and the Mortal Kombat one are not as much for me, but I do really like Rent, and uh, it was fun to listen to these songs again. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 4.75 out of 6. Oh, wow. 4.75. Okay. Out of 6, that's good. Um, thank God we're not counting Rent. Um, <laughs> I, You know, you won me over with one song, Glory, and it made me hate his voice a little less, which, um, which really made the rest of the playlist a lot better. And I got to tell you, you made my uh, Grinch of musicals uh, heart grow eight sizes today. Aww. And I'm going to split that in half and uh, subtract uh, a little bit. And um, and uh, I, I, I liked uh, Light My Candle just enough, but I didn't. I still found him annoying in it. I just didn't like his vibe. And so I, you just like hate Adam Pascal, basically. I just <laughs> find him to be a little corny is all and uh yeah and i the one where the cat dies i didn't like the the dog it was the dog oh it sorry the cat. Dog. nobody I would care cat. looking at a cat while i said that yeah. and, uh, i had cat on the brain and um which is a really really great song yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i i still did like the drums in it though i thought that was cool and impressive take me or leave me was i i enjoyed um out tonight's really good, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go 3.75 out of six, which is right. higher than I thought we were gonna go. Right. We, w- watching the beginning, I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this. <laughs> then- but honestly, you watch a movie version of like it's like reading a great book and then being like, well, the book was better. It's like, yeah, what the yeah. fucking shit for sure. It, yeah, I mean, I didn't read the book, but in this case, you didn't read the book. <laughs> rent, 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 I just rent. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you you won me over. You made good arguments, and uh, you picked better songs than uh, yeah. You you picked good songs, so yeah, three point seven five out of six. Uh, but you also get to give this thing a rating just to to put a button on it. So oh. what do you what do you rate it, Jade? Well, you know, I'm obsessed with it. I picked it. It makes me feel whole again, like in the time where I wasn't jaded by the industry, and um, it just reminds me of like why I love musical theater. So I go six out of six. Beautiful. Yeah. I think it's perfect. This was so fun. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to promote on the way out, Jade? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be at the Carlson uh, if this comes out before uh, on the 21st and 22nd, May 21st, 22nd. Look at jadecatapreta.com for all my dates. I'm up a lot in LA locally this week. And check out my brand new podcast, Jaded, at the Comedy Store. Nice. All right. Um, hell yeah. Uh, check all that out and check, uh, Tommy and Luke Mona's out at the bell house on Saturday, May 15th. Very excited. We got Megan Gailey. We got Sean Patton. We got two other people. I can't remember right now. It's going to be a great (laughs) Ah, show. Megan Gailey is on my show tonight. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's, what? she's jet setting. She is, yeah. She's working on that Sam J show. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, thank you for it. Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. good God on the 20th, but I won't be there because I will be at the DC Improv May 22nd. Yeah. And like I said, get tickets to that and get on the Patreon. It's only three dollars a damn month, and you get bonus episodes every week. And uh besides that, yeah, check out Good God. I I don't know what the next dates will be, but I'm sure they'll be soon and always hot lineups. All right, Jade Catabretta, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Uh, We'll we'll see you guys next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. (laughs) Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.